Last Saturday, the day before Halloween, a coalition of UCSB student organizations presented a festival in Walter Capps Park in Isla Vista. Promoted with hashtag free IV, the purpose of the event was to protest the heavy police presence in IV for Halloween and to demonstrate a vision of community that keeps itself safe without police. We spoke with Taylor Clark, who is one of the chief organizers of the festival and is co-chair of the UCSB chapter of the Young Democratic Socialists of America. We asked, if there are no cops around, what is the plan for dealing with conflicts or unsafe situations? Yeah, so part of what we're hoping to demonstrate with this event is that students and the community have the ability to quote-unquote police themselves. Um, And by police, what we mean is to have that capacity to prevent a serious conflict of some sort or, you know, harassment, etc., whatever it may be. And the way we're approaching that at this event is we have a trained volunteer staff who you can find marked by the uh, neon yellow bands that they're wearing, who have been through a training this past week on de-escalation and conflict prevention. And what we're hoping to demonstrate is that 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 is enough to keep the peace and prevent harmful situations from developing. And we're hoping that this provides a suitable alternative to things like policing, which are very much outside forces. In the context of Isla Vista during Halloween specifically, the part of the problem is that police officers come from across the state without the consultation or consent of the community. Food, not bombs, was also on hand, offering free food, coffee, and literature. So, if there are no cops, how is the community's safety assured? Here's a woman named G from Food Not Bombs. I think we could have a community group, same way that we trained our staff here today, on harm reduction without weapons, without the uniforms, um, that could be performing ta- like, um, de-escalation and intervention throughout Halloween weekend. Also, I really believe that crime is not random. If you had opportunities for people to go to events that weren't just about blacking out, there would be less confrontation with the police. You know, if there was more events like this, I wish we could have this at night. I wish we could have a music festival here at night so that people are in a a, a controlled space, controlled environment. They're not being forced into house parties, into frat parties where, um, you know, it's loud, there's a lot of drinking. That's the the point of of the event is to drink. I think if we had more community events like this, there would be fewer confrontations and less need for the cops in general. Another of the student organizations at the festival was Cops Off Campus, which often tables in IV or on campus to offer coffee and conversation about a community without police. At their festival table, I spoke with Maya. Do cops come up and have coffee and talk to you about um, your views and their views? Generally, the police themselves don't come up and talk to us, but we do have engage with uh, people with a wide variety of experiences and perspectives. Um, it is really interesting to hear you know, how people's backgrounds shape their, um, their view of the police. And we kind of facilitate a different conversation on um, like imagining what a world would co- without cops would look like um, if the people we're engaging with haven't envisioned that before. Um, and just kind of through these conversations, just providing like an alternate perspective to the ones they already have. G from Food Not Bombs spoke about training volunteers received in advance of Saturday's event. Yeah, we trained about 15 people for two hours um, on de-escalation, harm reduction, how to talk to the cops, 
and we wanted to demonstrate that we keep us safe. We know how to uh, provide safety for our community, especially at events that aren't just focused on drinking. Like this event is not about drinking, it's not about partying, it's about community building, it's about sharing, um, it's about learning, um, getting to know one another. Those are the type of events that we think um, should be prioritized, funded, incentivized through higher powers, government, whatever, um, instead of policing and over security and shutting us down at 6 p.m. And we wanted to demonstrate that if you have people who have a dedicated role to um, perform safety tasks, that you can keep an event safe, you can keep a calm. Um, there can be procedures to keep order without using weapons or uh, threatening police force that disproportionately affects people of color. Um, and we wanted to demonstrate that so that people coming to the event feel safe when they come here and um, don't, we don't have to rely on the police to perform that task. Dr. Charmaine Chua, a professor in UCSB's Global Studies Department, helped to train the festival's safety team. She spoke about abolishing police and the training needed to make that happen. So I think the first thing to say is that abolition is not a vision of just no cops and no alternatives. It is about saying no to policing in all these domains of life, but building other alternatives to make it safer for people. And that starts with knowing our communities and building communities that are able to take care of each other. Um, in the specific you know, event space, what we've assembled is a team of 15 uh, safety people who know each other, trust each other, and can support each other to resolve conflicts. What we do know is that often when the cops respond to what are supposedly you know, violent situations, um, in situations of sexual assault, they usually actually have been found to increase the trauma for sexual assault victims rather than ever prevent the, the harm from happening in the first place. And they also often respond to violent events after the fact. So there's not a lot of sort of, you know, violence prevention. We really believe in sort of two stages of this, right? We believe in building the kinds of worlds in which policing will no longer sort of be the necessary response to things like poverty and um, housing crises. But I think also in the immediate sense, what we're trying to build here is a team of people who can dissipate conflicts through de-escalation, through um, intervening in conflicts between two people. So bystander intervention is a, is a safety technique that we've been training students to really learn how to do. And that involves really just learning what it looks like to step into a conflict and protect somebody who's being victimized or abused by an aggressor, um, but also learning how to understand that conflicts are often produced, um, are often actually, you know, um, dispersed if you use gentle language, if you, not, if you don't escalate it, but actually find ways to have a conversation with somebody. Um, so that's what we worked on for today, at least. And we're going to keep building that here. Music, crafts, and conversation continued for hours at the festival. And there were occasionally speakers addressing the entire crowd. One friend of mine testified during a recreation and parks district meeting that she was living in an alleyway before she came to People's Park and would likely go back to doing that after being evicted. And now here we are, a few months later, with students facing the same crises our houseless neighbors are. 349 students are living in hotels far from campus, some of them without potable drinking water, and their contracts end in December. How do you think the cops will treat these students facing houselessness now or in a few months? We have to protect them. We have to build solidarity among one another. We have to get the cops out of here. Let's do it again. Money for housing! Money for food! Not police! Money for events! Not police! Thank you!
For KCSB News, this is Ray Breer.